right here, right now. Welcome to the podcast with your hosts, Katie and Bonnie. Get ready to share a laugh and be amused. It's time to tell our stories right here, right now. Hey, Katie, how are you today? I am doing great on this beautiful, sunshiny day. Feeling good, huh? Yeah, that warm weather is just mm, trickling into my soul, making me shine. Makes us want to get outside and move things and plant things and shift stuff around in the earth. If you live up north and you're listening to us, we really apologize. We True. swear it'll be gross again in like five days. Five minutes. Yeah. What is the quote for Texas? If you don't like the weather, just wait five minutes. Yeah. Or wait for tomorrow, maybe. Wait mm-hmm. five minutes. Yeah. Either way, that's Texas for you. Mm-hmm. Um, so you just enjoy what you get, I think, is a good lesson in Texas weather. You learn to just kind of adapt to whatever happens which is a good life lesson in general it is we have to adapt yeah thanks Mm -hmm. but I did want to bring up something that's been on my mind I think that just in general this making this podcast has been really making me thoughtful about the way I am and the way I feel like I ought to be but full disclosure I did act in a way that I wasn't too proud of this week it only lasted like five minutes But I kind of feel like it carried on a little bit. And I was as I was sitting upset with myself for this like silly little thing that I did, I started thinking about, well, if the way we do one thing is the way we do everything, what happens when we don't act in a way that we're proud of? Does that mean that I'm doing everything wrong? (laughs) I think that's a common line of thinking when we look at that type of concept, certainly even in times of really good work life, really good family life. We've all slipped into that mindset of super self-doubt, super negativity, whether it was a comment we read or something we saw online, making us feel inferior. And we start to like stop supporting ourselves. Mm -hmm. We start to stop. (laughs) We stop supporting ourselves mentally. And that can create so much disconnect with who we think we are, who we're behaving like, who we hope to behave like. And I think in those times of uncertainty, we're more likely to overreact in a situation. Yeah. And I I think that like uh, when I think about the way that we can act in bad, we can act poorly or act in ways that we're not proud of. I think most of those things come from some form of overreaction, right? Like if you, you know, get mad at somebody or you're not happy with the way things are going and you, you know, yell at someone, you say something you don't mean, you say that mean thing that you know is going to cut them, cut somebody. Or even if like you were in a car accident and maybe it was your fault, maybe it wasn't, but either way, it's a lot of the time, the times that we're acting badly are the times that we're overreacting to whatever situation that is big or small. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, so Like, so after we overreact, because we're all going to do that, then what? So that's kind of, I guess. um, Yeah. So you act out of alignment in what of what you want to be like. Say you yell at someone that's not how you want to be. Then how do you snap out of those feelings of embarrassment and maybe shame? Maybe you're still angry, but you're not sure why. Maybe you're regretting being angry at all. Totally. Do you ever feel like sometimes when you're getting mad about something or not getting mad, maybe you've been mad about it or... The situation's still in kind of a volatile state and then you you start feeling better and you kind of start forgetting what 
what started the fight, for example. You're forgetting the initial thing, but you're like, I still want to be mad, but I don't want to be mad and so you're in this but you like, like you can't stop being angry because you were angry and now this <laughs> and person there was a really good reason for yeah, it and now this person thinks you're angry and now you slam the door and you're sitting in your room you're <laughs> alone pouting. and you're pouting <laughs> and you're you're whoever it is your roommate your kids your spouse whoever it is is out there like wow they sure acted like a total jerk just mm-hmm. now and mm-hmm. you're in there like mad <laughs> you really just need that little bit of attention probably from yourself to acknowledge what the hell just happened and why am I feeling so disconnected from how I want to be behaving right and it also makes me think of this I think it was a TED talk that I heard this quote and I wish I could attribute it to somebody maybe someone out there knows but this doctor therapist's major point was to feel your feelings as you feel them which sounds really yeah kind of sounds though at first like oh yeah duh feel your feelings (laughs) as you feel them but I feel like, and I don't know, I feel like I've read a lot of things that are like, you know, you're in control of your feelings. You need to, you know, if you're angry, it's you that's angry. No matter what people do to you or what people say to you, you have this, you you have the ability to, I'm like using my funny <laughs> they voice. You have this ability <laughs> to like bully. totally change your own, you have the ability to change your perception or to... Uh, what's the way I'm trying to say that shift your mindset shift your mindset but at the same time that almost to me while those are great things in certain situations I think like what you just said feel your feelings as you feel them you do need to be able to kind of go through and experience some of the feelings that you're having as you're angry be angry but then Mm -hmm. 10 minutes later when you're like wait (laughs) I'm being a jerk why am I acting this way they didn't deserve that The car accident wasn't necessarily anyone's fault. The roads were slick, whatever. To then be able to take back some of those emotions you're having and move on from the feelings to your next set of feelings. To be able to work with that flexibility of mind and not be so attached to the feeling you had just then, which was really powerful, and to let yourself kind of deflate from that and move on to the next set. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Acknowledging the feeling of sadness. You have to acknowledge it or it can't move past it. You, yeah. If you're you know, running from these feelings of I got angry, now I'm regretful, now I'm embarrassed, now I'm going to sit in this puddle of myself <laughs> and not let yourself climb out of it, then yeah, you can't be too attached to that stuff. Mm-hmm. You have to kind of get through it. Mm-hmm. Muscle up. But yeah, also, I think it's important to offer yourself a lot of forgiveness to allow yourself just as you would forgive a friend if they you know did something that upset you or treated you wrong or whatever that you would allow then some forgiveness into your heart for that person you need to forgive yourself also right yeah shine that same consideration on ourselves our own creations our own thoughts our own actions our own behaviors so that we can more wholeheartedly offer that to others yeah And then I feel like there's even like in the medical world that in holding on to grudges, and I feel like this is so applicable and we think about this a lot when it comes to other people, but we can think of others like the way we can forgive others. And if you, we all know, like if you hold on to a grudge or you're really bitter about something, it can have a lot of negative outcomes. And I think that's also true for holding holding on to grudges about yourself. And so I, I feel like those grudges can cause a lot of like medical, like serious medical issues. You can, it can lead to depression, anxiety. anxiety. Yeah. It can cause blood pressure issues. It can even weaken your immune system. Well, and also it'll make you physically, posturally 
um, I hate to use the word ugly just because it's got so much connotation, but this ugliness of mind, if you're constantly thinking these I'm meh, blah, blah, blah thoughts, the paranoid thoughts that we spoke of the other day, if everybody's conspiring to get you, including yourself, then that's going to come out in the way you are in the world. That's mm-hmm. going to be the type of plant you uh, carry with you. As opposed to a flower that might be offering lots of beautiful aromas, beautiful petals, lovely colors, something that can inspire others in the world. That's the type of gardening we're trying to create in these thought processes that lead us to lead us to get rid of our trying to be happy. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. We're we're trying to not be grudging, bitter people. We're trying to be open minded and judgment free and we're trying to be creative ultimately this is what this podcast is all about is how we're going to be able to be creative and I think that all of this really while we've just gone off on like this super psychology kind of thing about all this I think that it does so tie into our creative selves that when we are in the shut door closed in world we're not being creative. If we were creating something, we're probably going to hate it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we're not going to yep. think it's any good. We're not going to think that we're making anything worthwhile if we're able to make anything at oh, all. Yeah, you're so right. And thinking about all of this, when you find yourself feeling down, when you find yourself acting in a way that you're not proud of, to just make sure that you don't get yourself stuck in that way, that you're able to kind of see through to the other side, that you're able to give yourself forgiveness Um, that you're able to kind of maybe, maybe apology is what you need to do. I don't know what the situation is. But how are all those things accessible to us? How do we, I mean, we can say you need to forgive yourself. You need to feel your feelings, but how then do we actually access that? And we thought of some ways that Katie and I like to reset our system. I was thinking about the verbiage of tech support and when, our computer stops working when this machine that does all sorts of things internally, beautiful things externally, so much creation happens in the computer, but when it freezes, meltdown. We freak out, the computer's freaking out, but what's the first thing that the tech support is going to tell you to do? Why don't you, have you tried to uh, turn your machine off? Reboot that shit. Why don't you power it down? Unplug it. And unplug it for 10 seconds. Take 10 seconds to let that machine release from the connection to unplug, to... <laughs> Literally, let it breathe as much as technology could breathe and then plug it back in and see what happens. Usually, nine times out of ten, that will fix whatever technology issue you're having. And if you know to do that with your computer, if you know to do that with your smartphone, why would we not know to do that with ourselves? Are you feeling glitchy? Yeah. Do you have a a glitch in your emotional system? Why don't you separate yourself from your situation and take about five really nice, big, deep breaths? Take five steps out into nature and give yourself a moment to observe something tiny on the ground. Ooh, look at that squirrel. Isn't he being cute? Look at that little caterpillar inching along little by little. Look at the way the wind is blowing through the leaves on the tree. Doesn't that seem beautiful? Mm, mm, mm. There's so much to take in. Isn't there something bigger than me going on right now? Yes. Uh, I mean, screaming into the pillow helps too. (laughs) (laughs) Or any other form of like moving the body, moving stuff, getting... Maybe like yoga or exercise, some go Going for, for a, a run, run. clear yeah. your head, get out of the space that made you feel the way you're feeling mm-hmm. and reset, power cycle, mm-hmm. unplug and go out to breathe. 
Make that your priority, just to be a human being. Be a being. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. why we're called beings, because we are being. Yeah. And to be yeah. gentle with yourself in that way. Um, so I think all of those are really good. And I think it's just important for us to remember. It's about you and what works for you. And that moment might be different than what worked yesterday. And it might be different from all these suggestions we've made just now. And you might have to just do a little self-searching to find what makes me feel back to normal what makes Mm -hmm. me feel back to my joy that sense of baseline happy that's not like giddy happy excited but that just sense of contentment that might be referenced as self-love yeah it might be and looking through this we found a pretty cool quote that monica had kind of knew uh, she kind of knew a few of the words and couldn't piece it all together it's in my prayer for healing book it's a compilation of prayers and poetry and things and that book attributes it to the buddha but as i've been as we looked it up for this podcast share uh the research was kind of conflicting that and there was a lot of debate about who actually said this (laughs) quote so i think it's a general um it's maybe not attributable to any one source but as you'll hear it you might find it could it's very widely relevant so the thought manifests as the word the word manifests as the deed the deed develops into habit, and habit hardens into character. So watch the thought and its ways with care, and let it spring from love, born out of concern for all beings. And I think that that's just so relevant, um, especially when we do act in ways that we're not 100% proud of, to acknowledge that we did something that wasn't the best, and to kind of use those tactics we were talking about to, to get through it, to not judge ourselves for it and, and to, to move soften, on to soften around it and not let it harden into your character and say just because I was that one time doesn't mean I'm always that all the time and to think about this quote in the term of dropping a pebble into smooth water this ripple of first the thought then the word then the deed then the habit Mm -hmm. And it creates the character. Mm -hmm. And so thinking about how can we manifest the most positive character we can in each moment. And then before you know it, the characters in your stories are going to get so much better. (laughs) Yeah, because you'll be open minded to their struggle and open minded to their scene and what's part of their journey. And you'll if we can articulate our stories better, I think we can tell those stories of others better even Mm -hmm. if they're imaginary friends in our heads that are characters yeah and i think that's applicable to all forms of creativity and 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 then also all forms of being Mm -hmm. that you know whatever you're doing to express yourself if you can do it with a little bit more compassion and kindness to yourself Mm -hmm. then what else can stem from that Mm-hmm. pretty cool and how if you trust yourself letting that harden into your character so if we want to you know if we're trying to create that best character what kinds of things backtracking what kind of habits do we need to create what kind of deeds do we need to do what kind of words do we need to say what kind of thoughts do we need to have to be that person yeah and it's way easier said than done we know sure. that sure <laughs> and Obviously. just remembering that when you're being awesome then the way you do one thing is the way you do everything but when you're being less than awesome everything doesn't have to be that way <laughs> well it is though (laughs) (laughs) 
When you're being less than awesome, that does not mean that the way you're doing that one thing is going to be the way you're doing everything. But if you continue to think that because I'm not doing this thing awesome, I am not awesome, then it will will turn into that. And that's what we have to be aware of is the relationship between thoughts, the doings, and the observing of the between. And just recognizing when we have, we're all going to falter. Indeed. And then we can always get back up. And that's part of the practice. And journal and breathe and figure it out and do it again better the next time. Mm -hmm. Or just do it again. Right. The next time. Because yeah. they say, like, what is the quote? The master has failed more times than the beginner has ever tried. Totally. Yeah. So how many more failings do we have in order to be masterful of ourselves, masterful of our thoughts? We'll fail so many times. Mm-hmm. And we probably won't ever master our thoughts, but the process will be more enjoyable for having tried, probably. Mm-hmm. Yep. But who knows? We're just... <laughs> figuring this out this is our first time literally maybe our fifth time (laughs) but we're trustworthy trust just trust in it well you can trust us because you know we're working this journey too and we're trying to talk it out share our story in this way and so that we can be more um present to each other in the world to ourselves in our lives and to the way that we pass on this legacy of life Mm mm-hmm Oh, I like that. Yay. I'm going to have to rewind it and hear what I said. (laughs) Blacked out there for a moment. (laughs) (laughs) So wrapping up, just going back to thinking about in this game we're playing, in the process of why am I listening to this podcast? Why am I participating in this thought process? We just want to offer another side of producing and so we're producing here in this podcast just for fun we're telling stories just for fun so that maybe in your real world events that are not always just for fun you'll be more likely to find fun in them because that's what it's all about Mm -hmm. like we said last time all of us are just trying to figure out how to find our piece of joy Mm -hmm. joy is that stirring inside of my soul that makes my smile pop out and makes me shoot sunbeams out of my face just like Raul Dahl said in the twits the twits makes you look lovely yeah I love that quote it's such a good one it's a great book so one of the things that makes Katie and I feel super joyful is sharing our creative writing with each other which turned into sharing it with you which turned into hopefully you'll share it with us as we approach our interactive game yeah so If this is your first time listening, it's pretty easy. If you want to play along, grab your pad, grab your pen, grab your timer that you're going to set. This time you're going to set your timer for about nine, ten minutes. We are going to um, do a game out of our box, the Writer's Toolbox. So the Writer's Toolbox is a game we've been using to prompt these stories. We're hoping to have more prompts from our audience, which is you listeners in the future. If you have any ideas for prompts for this activity or any other uh, story type prompts, then send them to our email, which is KT, the letters K and T, KT and Moni at gmail.com. Yeah. And today the prompts, uh, the way this particular game works is we're going to give you a protagonist, your main character. That protagonist is going to have a goal 
an action, and an obstacle. So we're going to read all four of those things to you. Give yourself a minute or two to kind of just think those things over. We really like to focus on our own practice uh, when we play this way. We like to focus on the protagonist and kind of imagine them and their life and who they're hanging around with and what they're wearing and what kind of place they live and all that. And then um, let them tell you about their goals and their obstacles and their actions. Let the story unfold. And then give yourself nine, ten minutes of timer to just write it down, write it out. Super silly, non-judgment, and just trying to kind of kill your little writer's block you might be facing so that when you go out into the real world, you can kind of approach it with a little bit more of that childlike, playful attitude. That's the whole goal here. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> Wrapping it up. That's the goal. Okay. So here are our prompts for this week. We have a protagonist and that protagonist is uh, Leora, who loves to visit Israel. Okay. So her goal is to get rich. Her action is takes up stalking. Stalking like, like stalking someone? Yep. Okay, so that's interesting. Her obstacle is the lady at Stop and Shop. Okay. So to sum up, our protagonist is Leora, who loves to visit Israel. Her goal is to get rich, but she has an obstacle, the lady at Stop and Shop. And her action is to take up stocking. All right, guys, this is going to be an interesting one. We look forward to hearing each other's stories and hopefully yours. Set your timer for nine minutes and we'll see you back here in just a moment. Have fun. So this was an interesting one. Yeah. We're we're, back. (laughs) We're both looking at each other. Monica apparently wrote a poem, which I think is pretty cool. I couldn't. Like the, the the prompts didn't speak to me in a way that I felt like I could commit to a story. And one of the only ways that I know how to adapt to like not writing a story is to think, well, let's think of one line. How do I rhyme with that line? And so then the rhymes dictate the story. And that's what I did here because I couldn't. And then the other, I just didn't know. Yeah, I, I tried. I attempted to write a story and it has absolutely no ending. The timer went off and I felt so normally I would wrap it up, but I felt so unenthused about it that I just wrote dot, 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 literally. And I think that's perfect. And we talked about it before we came back on. We thought that you guys might be experiencing that lack of enthusiasm towards the end of your story when your timer goes off and there's expectation to have a finished product. Yet this whole thing is about having fun. And so if you're not inspired to finish it, then dot, dot, dot that shit. Yeah. And I think that it was kind of perfect that this was the first time this really came up. Um, I mean, I know that I haven't written the best stories since we've been starting this, but um, this is probably the one I'm least enthused to share. Did you guys and hear I... Katie's inner critic just then? Did yeah, you guys it hear was that? <laughs> she just <laughs> came out, outer critic. Hey, there she is. Um, <laughs> I like that it came out in this particular podcast where we did kind of delve into some of the, the darker sides of our personalities and how we can kind of figure those things out and how in getting there, we kind of work through our writer's block. So we are, I'm going to share the story with you, whether I want to or not. I we're, we're accepting where we are. We, yes. We're accepting our, <laughs> I told Monica, can we just ignore this story and start over? No, she wrote a freaking great poem. So we're going to, so I'm going to share your, <laughs> my story with you. <laughs> Katie hasn't heard my poem yet. She's just thinking it's going to be great because yeah. her inner critic is actually my biggest cheerleader and she's it's like assuming gonna mine's awesome. gonna be awesome say hers isn't let's reframe that katie i'm so excited thank you for sharing your work with us go for it okay 
The stop and shop was in the was on the corner of a busy intersection, frequented by so many interesting people. Open 24 hours, it was busy day and night. It sold breakfast burritos that had a regular bunch of customers, especially in the hustle bustle of the morning hours. It was the perfect location for Lenora. She was known well by the regulars as homeless, though they really knew nothing about her. Her motives, what drove her to wear such interesting attire or speak in such a funny, ever-changing accents. Lenora would hang around the stop and shop and just talk to people. They often tried to give her spare change or food due to her bum-like state, yet she never took it. What Lenora, Lenora loved more than anything was Israel. The food, culture, politics. Lenora was a complete expert, and she asked anyone and everyone passing by the stop and shop if they had would like to have a discussion on her favorite topic. She went as far as stalking the customers whom she discovered had any Israeli ties. She wanted to visit so badly, not only to see the country, but to get there and to get rich. She knew if she could only get on the plane and get over there, they would love her funny accents. They would love her funny attire. And she would figure out a way to become famous and finally get rich. She finally snapped one day and outright stalked one of the stop and shops cashiers. A lady Lenora found out had just recently immigrated from Israel. She stalked the lady for about three weeks before dot dot dot. Hades. <laughs> Your inner critic is a total bitch. I know. <laughs> that story is so intriguing. I w- <laughs> I'm so curious about so many things. And what's what's going to happen? Yeah. What is she? Is she stalking her for good or evil? And I'm curious which grass she's watering. And I'm so curious about your character. I think it's so funny that <laughs> so much uncertainty yet you develop. Oh, you made such a great story base. But what's happening with these with these breakfast burritos? <laughs> I want to know what's in them because I want yeah. one. What about these regular bunch of customers? They never popped back up. That's what happens so when you what? write a ten minute story, guys. Sometimes your plot doesn't fully develop, and you don't have an ending to your story. And that doesn't mean that you should. That doesn't mean that I should beat myself up over Exactly. Because sometimes after you walk for 10 minutes, you still don't have a solution to your problem. Sometimes when you meditate for 10 minutes, you still don't have an answer to your question. But you do it anyway because the process. And it is also funny that sometimes we can be so hard on ourselves. But like as I was reading the story, I was like, this isn't as bad as I thought. This actually is pretty cool. Yeah. As she was reading it, I was thinking, what was she talking about? She is so silly. She does this all the time. I know. <laughs> So I wonder when else you do it that you're not it's sharing. It's my it. inner piglet. It's so interesting. We're we're learning so much about ourselves through this yeah, process. Yeah, you I can really, too. You can too. In fact, it's fun. I'm a poet. To become stronger. Did you know it? You may not have known it. I knew it. Uh. She's so good. Okay, let's hear it. <clears throat> okay. Stop that rhyming, and I mean it. Anybody want a peanut? <laughs> that wasn't part of her poem. <sighs> That's good though. It really was. There was once a woman who loved to travel. But the judge ruled no more with his gavel. Her favorite spot was the Middle East. Israel was on the top of her least. (laughs) She went to procure the textiles and toys and various instruments that make lots of noise. Leora, the merchant, as she was on the web, was making bukus of money till that lady Deb. This one of her clients went over the top, this lady who owned the stop and shop. She started to steal a bit of the cash but blamed Leora, and she did it fast. But before she knew it, the business had tanked, 
And all because of this little skank <gasps> had done some stuff that wasn't too cool and took Leora for a fool. Ooh. Little did she know, Leora would find all that evidence she tucked out of sight, out of mind. With mad stalking skills and her recorder too, Leora got Deb to admit, it was me, not you. <laughs> In the end, it all turned out okay, and Leora flew to Israel the very next day. Wow. <laughs> That was great. I want to read that one again. (laughs) Rewind it. Play it again. (laughs) I was like, should I really read it? No, it's okay. It's okay because we recorded it and we can listen to it again. Again. It's perfect. That was great, friend. Thank you for sharing. Thank you for sharing. Thanks for um, helping my inner critic. Yeah, my pleasure. Thanks for helping mine. Those little rascals. Those little rascals. Just give them a little noogie. Yeah. Or a hug. Whatever. Both. Yeah. Hug with a noogie. (laughs) Tickle fight. Okay. Well, (laughs) this was fun. If you have a story that you want to share, maybe you don't want to share it, but you're kind of feeling like you should anyway, kind of like us, Mm -hmm. then reach out, send us an email with your story. Or just to say hi, our email is ktandmoni, M-O-N-I, at gmail.com. Check out handcraftyoga.com and click on the right here, right now link for more info about our podcasts where you can listen. And please do make sure you uh, rate us, like us, and share about us with your friends. Yeah. And have fun staying creative, staying mindful, forgiving yourself, and enjoying life. And tell about it. Indeed. Tell us about it in an email. (laughs) Katie and Mani at gmail.com. Okay, bye. Bye.